1: Episode 14 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as the Naughty Couple. We are indeed. This is episode 14, the fabulous Mrs. Foxy. We are the show where we like to peep through your pampas grass <laughs> and discover what's going on. <laughs> Because we're generally nosy like that, aren't we really?
0: You can peep through my
1: pampas grass anytime, Mr N. Well, that's it. I I am a bit of a peeper. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we're very, very excited to have the fabulous Mrs Foxy on, who who we've met through FAP. We are. And she's going to talk to us all about her lifestyle. And we haven't yet met her in person. No, we haven't. Which is always exciting. And it's our first telephone interview. We've got it because she's all the way in the wild west <laughs> in the wet west i believe <laughs> it does it does rain in the west quite a bit and uh, yes so it, it is moist i think where she is <laughs> And um, yes, yeah, so we've got the fabulous Mrs. Foxy to talk to, and she'll be along in a little while. But in the meantime, we're going to go from the fabulous Mrs. Foxy to the very dangerous curves, Roxy.
0: <laughs> I like what you did there, Mr. Did you like know that link? I've,
1: been, I've got nothing else to say. That was the link I've been working on all week. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so Roxy was on our show a couple of weeks ago, and she was very, very popular.
0: Very uh, popular. We have had so many messages about how wonderful Roxy
1: is. And how knowledgeable she is on the lifestyle. Absolutely. And we decided that as well as having very sexy, dangerous curves that Mrs. Roxy has, that she also has a really lending ear. And so she's very, very kindly offered to be Vanilla to Vixen's own sexy, agony aunt she is
0: so we have decided haven't we mr n that we are going to have a brand new spot on our
1: show every week ask roxy yes and i was so excited i got the guitars and instruments out (laughs) we've got a special jingle just for you roxy You feel What did you think to that, Mrs. N? I think that is
0: brilliant, and I think it is so Roxy. It is, isn't it? Ask Roxy. This is going to be a new segment in the Vanilla to Vixen podcast, Yep. um, where you guys can send in your questions. So
1: if you have any questions, queries, or worries about the lifestyle, Roxy is the one to ask. You can contact us via the usual ways, fab, email, or Twitter. And just send in and ask Roxy. That's right. And then Roxy will be able to answer your questions um, on the following show. No matter how weird, wonderful, sexy they are, (laughs) Roxy's heard it all before, I'm sure. She certainly has. And she has a wealth of knowledge. And you can send in a course absolutely anonymously if you want to. Yes. And obviously we we won't be reading out your postcode and name and address.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So come on, guys, don't be shy. Get those questions in, get those queries in. Anything that you want to know, about the lifestyle but you've been too shy to ask
1: or if you've got any in any predicaments yourself perhaps you want to reveal your secret kink to your partner and not quite sure how to roxy the lady to ask absolutely So, Mr. N, have we had any messages this week? We have had a message this week. This is from Tamaris, I think, or T-M-A-R-I-S. They're a couple on Fab, and they sent us this message, and it's a really lovely message. It says, I just wanted to send you a quick message to let you know how much difference you have made to my life. My husband and I started in a lifestyle about six months ago and after a couple's meet we talked about meeting a single man. We had a meet and had lots of fun but I had a nagging doubt about what my husband was getting out of it. I thought he was just doing it because he thought it was what I wanted to do. I couldn't understand what he was getting out of it even though he was joining in listening to your podcast has helped me to understand that it's quite normal for him to be really turned on by it lots of people are it's not weird or even uncommon also he has recently started thinking that he's bi-curious and apart from an initial little freak out i realized that again it's not uncommon it doesn't mean he's going to leave me or that he doesn't find me attractive it's just something he wants to explore and we can have fun doing it together your podcast has taught me that everyone's swinging journey is different, and that's okay. There are no rules except to have fun, and we're having just that, lots of fun. Tamaris. Oh, that's amazing. And thats I mean, we've talked about that in the past, that everybody sort of puts pressure on themselves to pigeonhole themselves yes. about sort of kinks or situations. And you don't have to. It's, not at all. It, it's not about the destination. It's no. just about the journey, finding out about yourself and about your partner and just enhancing your relationship. Absolutely. So thank you very, very much. Anyone else out there that's got any messages they want to send to us, Mr. and Mrs. N, you know the usual ways. We're available on Fab Swingers as the Naughty Couple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. You can also contact us via email, which is Couple n-a-u-g-h-t-y-c-p-1 at yahoo.com or you can contact us on twitter which is a different way because we couldn't get that twitter name we wanted (laughs) so on twitter we are n-a-u-g-h-t-y-c-o-u-p-1-e the naughty couple
0: exactly so any questions anything you want to ask us Even if you just want
1: to sort of give us a shout out, say hi, we're enjoying your podcast. Anybody that came to our event a couple of weeks ago, uh, Vanilla to Vixen, the event at Liberty Elite, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message. Exactly. And don't forget, Ask Roxy. Ask Roxy. Oh, we've got to play that again. (laughs) Ask Roxy. And now it's time for our main event. So,
0: joining us on the phone all the way from the wet west. All the way from the moist valleys. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mrs Foxy.
2: Good morning, Mr and Mrs N.
1: Hello, it's wonderful to speak to you today.
2: Lovely to hear your dulcet tones all this way out, in the, out on the Wild West.
1: <laughs> I do have to say, I am a sucker for an accent. You have a fabulous accent there, fabulous Western accent. <laughs>
2: it's quite a burr, isn't it? I sound like I should have cider coming out of the taps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's lovely to have you on Vanilla to Vixen. And probably we should always we always start off at the beginning, don't we, Mrs. N? We do, yes. And we always start off with how your journey began. So Foxy uh, began chatting to us, I think it was on Fab, wasn't it? I think we we, we It was. We started was. chatting on Fab. We've never actually met. Yet, um, yet not yet. No. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um so if we start at the beginning, how how did you get into this lifestyle?
2: Um, well, I'm going to claim, I don't know that you can claim an immunity, can't you? I'm blaming Mr. Foxy.
0: For
2: this <laughs> it wasn't his first rodeo and we, we met one another quite late on in life. Um, I've been married for about 500 years, uh, married at a very young age. I had a very, uh, very ordinary marriage it wasn't so much 50 shades of grey I like to describe it as being
0: 50 shades of beige (laughs) so So very very vanilla then
2: oh very so vanilla yeah it wasn't even as good as vanilla but but you know I was very respectable and I was a respectable pillar of the community and I had the house and the two children and I was answering the door on a Friday night with the martini hello dear if you had a good day at work all that malarkey so anyway when i got divorced i was in my late 40s and i knew very little about life and i think i was probably right for the picking and luckily i happened across mr foxy um and he told me right off the bat actually that he in one of his previous incarnations in his previous relationship he'd been on the swinging scene um So immediately I did what every nice, respectable young girl would do and thought, oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) Did you you
1: shriek in horror?
2: Yeah. I finished everything and think, oh, my life, I'm not sure I want to get involved with this gentleman anyway. (laughs) The, the temptation was just too great and anyway so we started off uh, uh, you know there was no swinging in the beginning of our relationship though you know i had to be talked in a bit of swaying to be honest because there were lots of things that i had to have my eyes open to
1: it must have taken him, it must have taken him quite a bit of courage i'd imagine because if you if you meet somebody that you're really keen on and you're in the lifestyle yeah. how soon was it that he had he kind of revealed to you that he liked pampas grass <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we had a very weird courtship actually because we were at opposite ends of the country at that time i was living in devon he was right away on the coast of norfolk and a lot of our courting soaps, let's say was done online and initially i think for the first two or three months of our relationship we never got to be together we we were literally it was almost as if we were um War sweethearts conversing by letter,
1: pen friends. It yeah. Was,
2: it, yeah, it was solely like online pen friends, and we were talking. But he's always he'd always been very open with me. And one of the things he'd said to me in the very beginning is, "I will never lie to you. I will always tell you the truth if you ask something." So because he had mentioned straight away that it, he, he told me quite a lot about his life, and it you know he'd lived all over and whatever, and 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 he'd said you know. In one of my previous relationships, we were involved in, in swinging.
1: Wow. But I mean, that, that's a big confession, but isn't that's it? That's the big reveal, isn't it? Yeah. We have had messages before from people saying, how do I reveal to my girlfriend or partner that I'm really into this? Yeah.
2: He's always, because he's very open, and I think he's, he's, he's probably one of nature's swingers because he finds it. The lifestyle for him brought about a kind of openness and I don't think you mind me say he's ex-forces. And I think you do find a lot of people who are in the forces or the blue light services or anything like that, there are a lot of them on the scene. Yeah, I right. think because they see things for what they are and they've got a kind of life, is they see that life is very short and can be very fleeting and there are some things that are just nobody else's business and not worth worrying about. And yeah. I think that's probably why we've come to the conclusion that's why there's a lot of people on the swinging scene on fab you know you speak to people and you just know you your military or, or or whatever um and he did we went into this you know we were we were kids you know he's in his 50s i was in my 40s and there just wasn't any point in having any secrets or anything that was going to come up later and bite you on the arse. Yeah. Um, so that's how we kind of went about, and it escalated very quickly. I mean, I, you know, the ink dried on my divorce, and I think three weeks later he was living with me.
1: I think I think sometimes though, when when you meet somebody and you're a little bit older, you're not twenties uh, anymore, you know when it's right, don't you? You know when it's yes.
0: I mean, uh, Mr. and Ms. M- myself and Mr. N, when we met, um, I was actually legally still married. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, it was all over. I hasten to add. Yes, it
0: fact. was all over a long time before. It, it was all but, above board. But the d- divorce hadn't actually gone through, had it? it no. took It took sort of like six months, didn't it? But we actually got engaged, didn't we? Didn't we? We did. Which I, and I, at the time, felt a little bit funny about it and thinking oh it doesn't seem right because i'm not officially divorced yet even though like we said the relationship had done and dusted a long time ago um but don't you think that's another thing isn't
2: it you felt it was right but it was what everybody else thought yes. how it would look that made you hold back because that's exactly why I was hesitant about Mr Foxy moving in with me I thought people would assume that it had gone on before I when I was married and it hadn't and I also you know I I remember my mum being absolutely mortified that I got involved with somebody so quickly
1: Yeah, but then
2: but then, at the you know, he sort of said to me, "Well, what are you waiting for? Do you think you're going to meet somebody and love them more? Do you think you, do you think what are you missing out on? Do you want to go and, and spread your wings and and there was part of that, but there was just part of me that thought, well, there's a cliche, isn't there, about a married uh, somebody that's a middle aged lady becoming divorced and then jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. So, but that wasn't anything that I was thinking. It was all worried about what how it would look how yeah. it would seem yeah. you know the most thing really was that my, you know and even then it wouldn't have been a deal breaker that, that my kids liked him mm. now luckily they took to him straight away and they could see how happy i was and they were a little bit older you know they were in their late teens at the time and they didn't want they could see that their relationship my relationship with their dad was never going to be it was irreparable
0: so so did, did Mr. Foxy... Yeah, obviously, you must have talked about the fact that um, Mr. Foxy, had, you know, had been on the scene before. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming, did you have those initial conversations where you talked about it and, and, you know, was it a case of... Did Mr. Foxy say to you, do you think it's something you might
1: like to try or...? Or was it general intrigue from yourself? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? It was...
0: It,
2: I think... In the beginning, I kind of... I didn't shut the conversation down because I am incredibly nosy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can dress it up as intellectual curiosity, but it's not that. I'm a nosy cow. <laughs> so I want to know uh, what he'd done, who he'd done it with, whether he liked it. And again, I fell into the trap of... So that sometimes I wouldn't get to talk about it because of comparison. Yeah. Because I, I used to think, well... You know, I've come out of being with what well, solely with one person, and this is somebody that had been jumping off, you know, swinging from chandeliers for years and had had a very varied and fascinating sexual adventures and and whatever, and encompassed swinging and all that, and and so. There, there were times it would all depend on how I was feeling there were times when I felt buzzed up and when I was feeling confident in my body and all that kind of thing I was quite happy to talk about it and to be honest I got a real kick out of it because he's a sexy guy and mm-hmm. and but then when I was feeling low and hormonal and the menopause started to you know knock me out of the tree and hit me on the way down with the ugly stick I felt it made me feel inadequate that mm-hmm. I would never be able to eat or compare or um and then I would feel jealous and, and and it was of his past it was ridiculous because it was all done and dusted I that, mean he they, still had they're
1: really powerful emotions that you've just said how how do you think you controlled those because obviously you have a fantastic relationship now we can tell just from, from yeah, the chats really we've had key. So how, is, how did know, you stop those negative emotions from getting in the way of your relationship?
2: I've heard you guys talk time and time again. It's about communication.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So did, did you feel that you were able to sort of tell Mr Foxy on those days when you were feeling low and hormonal and everything, you, you were able to be open with him to say, look, this is how I'm feeling? Yeah.
2: Yeah. He got it both barrels those days. And, yeah. and, then, and oh, uh, in coming along that process... We started to unpack some of my baggage, um, how I had been uh, repressed sexually or whatever, or and how my conditioning—you know—brought up in a very traditional family home, man was in charge. Went straight away to live with somebody, and um, so straight away he was in charge. Yeah. Um, this was very different and I and because of the way we are I was able to I found there was enough trust there for me to be able to express myself honestly which I hadn't had before
1: that's wonderful that is so
0: amazing and yeah, it, do, so it does, does express- make a big difference though doesn't it when you feel that trust oh, and you've got that trust
2: massive to be able to say well I feel jealous because I don't look like her or I'm yeah. worried that you had. Have- ex-wife or your ex-partner and or i'm worried that you're going to find this out about me and you're going to leave me and you're you're going to wake up one day and just feel differently about me because there are parts of myself that i don't like so i keep them squashed down inside yeah and have to look at them so and the last thing i want is for you to look at them
0: so do you Um, do you think that um because how long have you and mr foxy been together if you don't mind me asking
2: is it about six years Five, six years, yeah. About five or six years, yeah. So
0: how you were feeling then compared to how you feel now? Do you think that journey has helped you massively to deal with those times when you're feeling low and you don't feel sexy and you're jealous and everything?
2: Absolutely, because if somebody can look at you the same way when you're trussed up like a a sacrificial virgin popping off to a swing for an evening when you know and I'm stockings and suspended up I've got more glitter on than the John Lewis advert at Christmas
1: I do, the heels,
2: I do the heels the hair all of that if somebody can look at you and have the same look in their eyes when you're knee deep in the garden mucking out chicken shit and and <laughs> And um, you know, or you're at the supermarket, and and you know your little visitor comes, and then it's like you need to run to. But because there's a big blood patch on the back of your pants, if somebody can look at you the same way,
0: I totally understand then- that then you
2: just know. And I mean, I've had, uh, as most women have, I've had a rough go with the menopause and I've had somebody hold my hand and make it okay all the time. And I've never been judged for being tearful or bloated or farty or unsexy or any of that. There's been, to be in a relationship where there's no judgment is just... It's incredible and it's made, the the, the just slipping into the swinging journey, whilst it's taken us a while while to get here because of the delightful pandemic. Yeah. um, It's taken a while to get here. Um, it, It just... And like you said, it's like the icing on the cake, really. Yeah. It's not. My fear was that, you know, we would go, we would swap, and she would be so much sexier than me, and she would be so much better than me, and that she was filling a gap that I couldn't. Well, it's nonsense. When I look at him with somebody else, now, nine times out of ten, she is taller than me. She is slimmer than me. A lot of the time, she's younger than me, and she can probably do things I can. But he's still looking at me. yeah. The, the same way and, and then somebody said And this is very coarse So excuse my French No, this, is, um, this is, so if,
1: if you're going to be coarse This is a show to be coarse
2: <laughs> Somebody said to me right in the beginning As long as one of you's getting fucked You're both getting fucked
1: That's so true <laughs> But it's true Definitely Isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely
2: I, I never thought I'd be able to cope with that My biggest hurdle Was, was that I didn't think I'd be able to watch him with somebody else, and, and when it came down to it, and, and it, it came to sort of a crunch point with another couple, and this is only very recently, we're only talking in the last couple of months, it was me that actually took the initiative and handed in the condom, yeah. almost as if I was with a communion wafer. <laughs> <laughs> did, did,
1: you, did you did you feel any sort of empowerment when you did that? Because it, it, ultimately, that was your decision. Yeah.
2: it was down to me I felt and they were they were a cracking couple our first real proper swing couple that we went with she was my first girl on girl experience and, and they're a very erotic sensual couple and we are now friends and I think we will be and we will be friends with them whether we're sitting down having dinner or like you know, bending one another over the volvents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so is your, um, is your dynamic with Mr. Foxy then? are you? Do you do full swap, the two of you?
2: Just started full swap. There's a little bit of... I, I saw a lovely expression on Fab the other day, which I have plagiarised, in that I would describe myself as bi-playful. Yeah. Which has been a lovely thing to kind of... It is just... I think everybody should have a ride on the other bus. It's as simple as that. It's just... It's great, and it's great in its own sense. It's not just there as a warmer pact, you know, for the boys to get involved. It's just, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing in its own sense. And I, because I've always been so repressed and had such a negative body image, it's given me not only a greater understanding of another woman's body, but it's helped me understand my own.
0: Yeah, it um, it does. That's so true. That is really true. Because I remember my my first experience. Um, with a girl and it's like I know we've talked about this before you know when I was at school and you remember the times when you used to have to get, all have a shower after you'd had PE and they were all communal yeah. showers so you know everybody saw everybody else's bodies and yeah. I always had a fascination with boobs always but but never sort of you know we never talked about it never openly said anything and then when I had my very first experience and it was just literally you know soft play it was just touching of the boobs and and it was it was just such a lovely feeling.
2: Yeah, it is, and I think it's uh, uh, for me as well. It was easier to judge a woman's response. Um, uh, you know, I was with a particularly responsive girl at the time, but even then, you see, this is my naivety. We were with another couple, and uh, and everything's going on, and they were kind of playing, and I was hanging back as I tend to do. Uh, Mr Fox, he said to me, just go and kiss her. I, I sort of looked at him as if they watched her do, and he said, why don't you just go and kiss her? So <laughs> I went straight between her legs because I thought that's what he meant. Now, I thought he hadn't, he wanted me to kiss her. But however, I kissed her. I went for the wrong set of lips.
1: <laughs> however, If you're going to go for a set of lips, they're a great set of lips to go for.
2: Yeah. Um, and obviously I was doing something right because I got the right kind of response. It wasn't anywhere, it wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. I thought, I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I don't know if I thought it was going to have teeth and bite me. Or, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and, you know, but I was just in there, I was in there for quite a while. And when I came up for air, well we all came up for air actually because, uh, you know, whatever I was doing obviously got the right kind of response. The guys in the room were just kind of looking at me i mean they knew how inexperienced i was and i turned around to mr foxy and his chin was on the floor it, I, I know yeah, i know girl. that feeling I, I,
1: after watching mrs n with her first girl on girl experience i just yeah. stood there yeah
2: and i thought well why is he looking surprised i you know i'm a good girl i just did and went as uh, did as i was told um, and it but it was, he said that's not quite what I meant. However, he was often at the gills, how, as would was the other gentleman. it kind of set the tone for a really good evening.
0: <laughs> so, Foxy, can I can I just take you back then? So, what was your first swinging experience?
2: The very first swinging experience. So he's laughing now. He's got his fist in his mouth laughing at me. <laughs> Our very first swinging experience was... Um, he had said, because I'd expressed this curiosity, and at the time we were commuting to see one another, I, would, uh, I was flying out to the East Coast to see him because it was cheaper than driving and, and quicker. So he had said to me, I'll take you to a club so you can have a look. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And he went, no, he said, I'll just, he said it's fine. He said, you're not committed to doing anything. He said, we'll just go. And I swear, even to this day, he said, we'll just go and have a look. Yeah, yeah oh, I know knows. that old line. The old chestnut. Yeah, that's
0: it. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I got me an opportunity to
2: dress up. So I, f- I flew out and met him. picked me up at the airport. And, you know, I had the little outfit on and everything. And then we're in the car. And, and he said something. And I went, I'm not doing anything, am I? And he went, What do you mean? And I went, You're not going to fuck me in front of people, are you? And he, he sort of <laughs> laughed. And he does look, he might be called Mr. Fox, but he does look quite wolfish. And he looked at me with that wolfish look on his face and he went, well, what do you think we're going for? (laughs) At which point my heart and probably my bowels were in my throat. (laughs) So anyway, we went and it wasn't, we weren't at Libs. We actually went to Vanilla Alternative. And so we went there and... And we were shown around the club as I clung to him. <laughs> yeah. And so we went there, yeah, and it, you know, it was everybody was friendly, but it, it was it was just a complete shocker. I wanted to look, and I didn't want to look. Yeah, um, I didn't want anybody to make eye contact with me. That was a big. It's, it's so
1: funny, is it? So, when, you, when you first go, you think that all the you think swingers are sexual predators, or if you look at anyone, they're going to jump on yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, and I did think that. And I, again, I had this preconception about swinging, which was left over from probably watching Abigail's party as a child. But it was all 70s. It was all keys in the fruit bowl. And I was convinced. I had convinced myself. And and because of the environment that I you know, had my formative years in in, in my marriage, I'd always assumed that as a woman, you were just there as currency. It was like a cattle market. And yeah. your man... Would, you and you'd be basically traded so that you could chug somebody else. Yeah, I I couldn't see it any any, and I think just, a lot of people still think that women are just going along with it. Women are being treated like chattels. It's
1: you know, very medieval. That is so true. I, that is so true of yeah. a lot of vanilla vanilla people looking in but, from yeah, the their, outside. that's perception That of is it. so true. Yeah,
2: and you know, and I never wanted to feel because I had felt like a. a, a a lesser person all the time I was married I thought this would be just another way that I would end up feeling demeaned or as I say like currency Mm -hmm. that that I would be um and and but Mr Foxy would say to me you know it's not like that he said the women are the drivers in this he said you know that, that there are couples where they're trying to to make it work or somebody's been um coerced into it he said but that's the minority that's not it he said these women have this empowerment and this freedom and and i had a a preconception about group sex as well you know women um you know like bukkake i'd read about that and i thought oh my god how demeaning Uh, why would a woman do that why would a woman want to be spit roasted why would she be used like that by two men couldn't get my head around it and he went it's not about that. He said it's complete power. That woman is giving, you know, giving of herself in a way that leaves her in complete control yeah. because it's done in a arm, And it's like, I'm picking you and you're a lucky beggar. You're going to get to wank on me now. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I, I couldn't quite get my head around that. And I think, well, what sort of woman wants that?
1: I get it now. We've said this before, and this is a phrase that I really like. You don't know what you don't know exactly so if you don't know it then how do you know whether you like it or not until you've been in that situation and you've described all the emotions your heart is in your mouth on the way going but once you're actually in that experience when you're probably on your knees and you've got two or three guys wanking over you or whatever the situation is the feel of i've seen the look of empowerment on on Mrs N's face and it just it's such a turn on for me as a partner
2: to me now and I would do you know even six months ago Mr. and Mrs. N, I wouldn't have been able to get my head around this. I think I've just, it's all of a sudden, all these light bulbs are coming. It's like allowing yourself to be worshipped. It's like saying, I am a goddess. That's why they use the word tribute, isn't it? Yes. I am, I'm here, this is me, this is my naked body. You know, for me it would be like, I'm 53, I'm menopausal, I've got fat where I shouldn't have it, I've got bits of me that move in a way they shouldn't move. I'm grey-haired and I'm a grandmother. However if I let you do this, I'm bloody doing you a favour and you're lucky. Yeah. And I th- I think there's, you know, and I don't mean that in any demeaning way to men at all because uh, the men I've met with, I mean, I go on Cam a lot. That's my kink, really. I like to play on Cam. That's chat how cam. Mrs.
0: N started. Yes, <laughs> it all started with the Cam. <laughs>
2: And, and so, and some of the gods, they are so respectful, they, and, and in a way that you wouldn't get, if you were just cruising in a club, or if you were going out clubbing in the, what, we, what we refer to as the muggle world, you'd be a lot more threatened and treated with a lot more disrespect than I found here in, in
0: this environment. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that because it was like, you know, when I was younger and you used to go nightclubbing and stuff, you did feel like you were in a cattle market half the time because the, the the blokes were just literally like, oh, you know, let's see what what Totties here tonight that we can, you know, get off with and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's like, exactly Yeah, and then but when you're in the club, um it is it is so empowering as a woman. And it's like there's an unwritten rule so it, it it's like the the guys in that know they know the hierarchy don't yeah, I, they i think you
1: Mrs. Anne, i think you picked up on an amazing point there and back right back in episode 3 we tried when this show is for entertainment and it's it's to sort of talk about the lifestyle we're not here to preach but yeah. i think there's two there's two different types of guys on fab and you have the guys that are Educated in the lifestyle, huh. and you have yeah. the guys that, like you, you say, and you call it the nightclub world, the, the muggle world. The, yeah. that don't realise the etiquette of no. that. The women are in control; they are in a sort of empowerment in, in in the lifestyle. Yeah, and yeah. the guys that do understand, like Mister Fox, clearly, it, it certainly makes us more respectful. I think as guys, more respectful as women. Um, yeah, you know we've been in 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 a, a liberty elite where i know that i could leave mrs n there completely naked in a yeah. hot tub and i can walk away for for hours she's safer in yeah. in there naked with 20 yeah. blokes than she is in the supermarket in some instances
2: okay. <laughs> and i think, I, and I think the, i think because the guys get it as a as a woman you go into that environment if somebody steps out of line I've, I've only got very limited experience of this, but we've, I've talked to a lot of people in the community, and they said before the staff can even get there, yeah. other guys will step in. Yeah, you're not. It, it's a. I mean, a it's uncommon, I think. Um, but like you said, there are there there are yeah there are guys. I think it's primarily guys, without making a generalisation. I'm sure there are girls there too, but generally it's guys, and they're treating fab like Tinder.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've had it this before, a, haven't we? That it, we've spoken about it. I
1: think it's just like everywhere. You, you're going to get a broad spectrum of people. And of course you are. I mean,
2: and, and and you know, but they're not. They're not swingers. Mr. all says to me, they're not swingers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I know you're going to. You're always going to get a broad range, aren't you? I mean, like I say, I go on Camelot and play in the in the chat rooms, um, and and there are people that you know. And and I'm very old fashioned. I like to put on a bit of a tease. I like to talk. And then sometimes I don't even end up playing. I like a bit of a slow reveal, a bit of a cheeky nip slip here. I like to sort of touch myself through my clothes and let people watch. And and I get some people don't want that. You know, get your tits out. Let's see your yeah. pussy. That's not my thing. Yeah. And it's interesting when you when you took. I I spent a bit of time at the beginning uh, talking in the forums, and you see what people want. And somebody was there was a long thread about eroticism and and does it have a place in this world? You know, there were a lot of guys sort of saying how they liked eroticism in a woman, or they like to introduce it on meets and whatever. And then this wonderful girl put this message up, and she said. I can't be doing with all of that crap, she said. I want to be banged like the bottom of a sauce bottle and then I want you to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just thought, well, that was one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. And to come from a woman as well and say, that's all right for you. That's not my bag. This is what I'm here for. I'm setting my stall out. And and I think that's the other thing, you, the openness. And the. there's lots of things I see on here. There's lots of kinks I'm learning about. Now, I don't know if I'll ever want to do any of them. Some of them I'm pretty sure I'll never want to do. But it doesn't stop them being fascinating. It doesn't stop the people being fascinating. Absolutely. Absolutely, um, yeah. Do you,
1: do you think, uh, Mrs Foxy, because this is a, a kind of an interesting... Um, Journey that that Mrs N feels she's she's kind of just on at the moment where she's uh, yeah. she's gone from being a voyeur to you're now quite enjoying being an exhibitionist, aren't you, Mrs N? I,
0: I like being watched. Yeah. I, I get a big yeah. thrill
1: out of it. Do, do you feel you've gone on get, that journey?
2: I get more out of being watched than watching. Whether yeah. it's because I've had fifty years with no porn. I mean, obviously I've watched a little bit now to educate myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I think I have got, an, I think I said to you before, the, the reason that your podcast appealed to me so much and, and the, the, your theme, and I've, and I've not got there yet, Vanilla to Vixen. When I modelled for a little bit, um, I modelled under the name Vanilla, and so. Uh, but then when I was 50, I decided to throw caution to the wind and I uh, performed
1: in a burlesque show.
2: Wow Coincidentally I performed as Countess Vixen
1: (laughs) That's so cool You you were made For our show You You definitely
0: were... Were made for the show
2: I mean I am Vanilla to Vixen And everything in between For my 50th Because I was horrified That I was actually At that age I just, I think I was probably just starting a menopause. I was heavier than I'd ever been. I was older than I'd ever been. And on my 50th birthday, I got up on stage in front of 200 people and took my clothes off. And I could have stayed on that stage all night. Wow. It was, I recommend any woman do it. Mr. Foxy choreographed it and even rhinestoned my costume for me. And, and this was going to be it. You know, as I threw those clothes off, I was throwing off everything that my first 50 years had taught me. As my suspenders were hitting the stage and my stockings were coming off, I felt like every single one of those things was um, a bit of baggage from the past. I was un- unlocking things and, and learning to be free and, and whatever. And then a month later, lockdown hit. <laughs> so we all say... My nipples actually caused the pandemic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If it hadn't have been for the pandemic, we might not be sitting here now. No, this is true.
2: Timing is everything, isn't it? Timing is the key to life and we're not meant to understand it. We we
1: only wrote the book. Well, Mrs. N only wrote the book, Vanilla to Vixen, during lockdown.
0: Well, this is it because we all had time, didn't we? We did. We did. But also, I think, I think the other thing is, is obviously, um, we, we were all kind of a bit gagging for it after lockdown, weren't we?
1: <laughs> the first trip to Liberty yeah. Elite was almost scary. All these women <laughs> just <laughs> launching themselves it at fellas. Uh,
0: yeah, and I think we, we had, uh, we were, we quite enjoyed lockdown because we just, quite like being home with one another yeah, it was, it was we're the same of- we're the same which a lot of yeah. there's, there's a lot of people out there and a lot of couples that don't actually get that but we're, we're very much ones for we, we love being in each other's company um but you know. like we
2: were in our own world. It was really lovely. And I think we had we had even more frank conversations. Uh, if I rewind and go back, because we'd been to, like I said, we'd been to Vanilla Alternative in the very beginning. And so that was my first experience. And we didn't swap or anything. We, we played together. Um, and... And even then that was a reveler. I wasn't really as as aware of what was going on as I should have been because at one point we were on one of the big play beds and there were lots of other couples around us. And um, so we had sex and then I think I was on my knees blowing him off or something. And I said to him, in my head, I thought, oh, someday they must know I'm new because I can hear somebody slow clapping me. Yeah. <laughs> and and so when we finished what we were doing, I turned round to see where the clapping was coming from and there were a couple next to us on the bed and it was his ball smacking against their eyes. <laughs> <ass>, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> we hear that sound in the hot tub at Liberty a bit.
2: So I wasn't getting a round of applause I really felt I should have had one And I've not got one yet So I think really that's, that's where I'm going next To get that
0: round of applause <laughs> I, ha- I somehow have a feeling, Mrs Foxy That you will definitely get that round of applause <laughs> We did that that weekend That was the Friday night we did
2: that Twelve hours later I'm sitting in... Mr. Foxy's parents' lounge for the first time, sitting with her her Capodimonte and her Crown Derby tea set, thinking, your son had me in front of a load of people in all sorts of ways, like 12 hours ago. (laughs) It's bizarre. That's the kick with it. And and it, that's always been Mr. Foxy's kink. He said he likes to be wandering around in the vanilla world or the muggle world and thinking, I'm in the muggle world now, but last night I was in the Hogwarts school of kinky fuckery and, <laughs> and just, just, you know, everything's going on. That's and you true. Get true. Again, you replay it, don't you? Like I know you said for me, you know, I listened to your first podcast the other day and you said you kept replaying your first experience.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we lived off that for a long time. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. find as
2: much to laugh about, and there are, you know, there are meets that aren't Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, there are meets that are a little bit, a little
1: bit meh.
2: Sometimes a little bit funny. Oh, you, you, you just want to check out our second, meet. our
1: second meet, our second meet, the pilot. That was <laughs> not a good meet. Yeah.
2: There, and and you know, or there are some. You know, sometimes you go for a social with a couple, and then nothing like their profile you know and 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 it just doesn't happen does it you know you've got to be firing on all cylinders i think for everybody for it to for it to
0: really they're the best ones aren't they they are you're right it's got to be that everybody is um you know either sexually attracted to the other people you're playing with um because yeah. i think we we've been in situations where it's like maybe one of us is attracted and the other one's not so much and it just it doesn't work because and I'm sure you're the same as I am. It, it's not just about us, is it? It's about, you know, um, you know, Mr. N and Mr. Foxy as well, because if they're having a good time and you're having a good time, it turns out to be the best.
2: And I think that's another thing I never appreciated before going into this. I used to say, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And when you're in a room and, and, and like, for us so far, it's only really been a four. that, the sexual you feed off the sexual energy and you find yourself that you know the best times we've ever had is when we've been with another couple and everybody's involved and it's not just swapping the girls are playing the boys are playing two of us are playing with one of the boys then all of a sudden everybody's playing with you and you don't know who's coming at you from where That would have terrified me before, absolutely terrified me. But now, at top of my list of kink is like a blindfold experience where Mr. Foxy is directing and everybody's getting involved, and I don't know what's happening because I've got a blindfold
1: on. Sense- and, well, we were know- talking about sensory, weren't we? With sensory deprivation, I think we're with uh, exactly. With,
2: yeah. yeah, you know, I'm. I'm not one for any deprivation, particularly not if it comes to sort of pastry or chocolate or Malibu or any of that. But this (laughs) sensory deprivation, you're curious about things, aren't you? And you think, and I'm trying to be curious and not be scared of things that I would have automatically. I think a little bit of fear is quite nice because it adds to the excitement. But I think it's like you feel the fear and you do it anyway, unless it's something that really turns you off like anything with salad cream or anything like that but me, no that's just one of my that's one of my things um, but if it's anything you know and I, I sort of say to Mr Fo- "Well, I'd like to try that and I think sometimes if you try something you think actually I really don't like that never mind it's not what I thought it was
0: it's the things that Mr Foxy has obviously done previously to you to getting together that you've wanted to try and tried and enjoyed it and, and, and are there other things that neither of you have tried but you you know you wanted to try and you've done it together
1: do you have a to-do list yes
2: <laughs> he made me a to-do list because he said to me and somebody else, uh, another friend of ours uh, a swinging couple that he'd known from his previous life you're a lovely couple that we spent time with socially but not swung with she said to me make a list Make a list of what you're curious about and tick it off. And if you don't like it, put a line through it and and don't, you know, don't judge yourself. Don't judge anybody else. Um, But equally with that, you could try something with somebody and not like it and try something with somebody else and think it's mind blowing. So, yeah, I have a list. Mr. Foxy has made me a list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued about Mr. Foxy's list.
2: (laughs) i think i probably need to blog about mr fox's list or or write a book but i don't have the ink (laughs) um It's not, it's not much on your list I'm going to ask you now, but he's a a, a smug bastard, (laughs) he just hasn't done it all with me, (laughs) there are all sorts of things that that sort of come up and remind him, but he's quite good because he can, because his memory is abysmal, so quite often I'll ask him something and he'll say, I can't remember I think how can you not remember
1: a thing like that that is, that is so interesting Mrs N does that I'm terrible we, we, we've gone out to the club before and we've seen obviously some things that, that makes your hair stand up on end yeah and and I say do you remember such and such you going no I am
0: I'm so bad I am really bad at remembering things a lot of it is a blur like when we've had meets
2: the, the most important thing well the most important thing after the reclamation sex which is your expression and I absolutely love it is the debrief. Yeah. I think especially talk about the feelings, to talk about, and you can't always see one another, can you? So quite often I'm sort of saying to him, well, was she doing that to you? Is that something you'd like me to try? was she doing something different? Was it this? Was it that? Yeah. And, um, and then you can't always remember what order things happen in either. I mean, I'm not a big drinker, so it's not the question that I've been drugged or under the influence of anything, but I think all those orgasms bring a high with it. They kind of scramble your brain a little. <laughs> that's well,
0: a, that's fairness, Mrs.
1: N's excuse It is, well. but,
0: but myself and Mr. M, we've had conversations, well, almost not, arguments really but almost like heated discussions because I've gone no it wasn't like that it was like this and he's going no it wasn't <laughs> it's like we've both got completely different perspectives, perspectives of, of what actually happened
2: perception is everything isn't it like you sometimes you'll think well I didn't come when that happened or you look like you were coming well no I wasn't and then I came late well I didn't see Yeah, you know, I mean obviously with a guy it's different because there's a great deal of physical evidence with a, yes. with a woman it, it's a bit more um a bit more i want to say a bit more fluid but that's back to your that's back to your libido <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> it all helps it's,
2: it's difficult and and you know and there are some times when you can when a guy can beat with another woman and he can't be you know he can't be sure that she has come because some women are very vocal some are very shaky uh some are not yeah know? that's, that's just,
1: true yeah presumably you've played in clubs and have you played outside of clubs as well
2: well, not in the car park, but at home. <laughs>
1: so, how would you compare? So <laughs> how would you compare your meets, sort of private meets, as I call them, at home to club meets? How would you compare the two?
2: Well, it's on a completely different scale, really. Generally, um, I do find I do quite like the club thing. Um, I like the fact that the women are all dressed jaw-droppingly sexually. Yeah, it's wonderful. Be able to go in a safe environment and indulge that in yourself. You know, to be able to walk in in a skirt that's only just about covering up your groceries and a pair of stockings and heels, and you know, you can't walk around weight shows like that. No, well, well, you can. You well, we could
1: do, but <laughs> well, every little helps. <laughs> yeah. So from a
2: club point of view, it's that the lights are different, there's lots of bodies, it's quite exciting. You you never know where it's going to go, do you? <laughs> um, I, yeah. I,
0: I think that's the difference, isn't it, between um, planned meets and then going to a club. Because yeah. for me... Um, you know, we, we've done both, obviously. Yeah. We've had some fantastic planned meets. Um, yeah. I mean, I always get that question when, when, you know, somebody's coming to the house. It's like, right, well, how is it going to be? And I always say, I, I don't plan it. We'll just, let's just go with the flow and see what happens because you don't know what they're going to be like, especially if you've never met them before. Um, You don't quite know how... To to a
1: degree, there's almost more pressure on a home meet than there is on a club meet. Yeah. Because a club, you can just... Oh, yeah. Slink away. I mean, our
0: first...
2: I think I spent three hours cleaning the bathroom. And I bought new towels. <laughs> I, I was worrying. This is, this is a leftover from my married life, unfortunately, the, the desperate housewife thing. You know, I'm, I'm worried about the way my bathroom smells. Uh,
0: not that it smells like... No, I, 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 I can relate to that. I, I'm, I'm a bit OCD <laughs> where the house is concerned, and it was always like, oh, you know, this is a mess, or that's a mess, or what are they going to think? Are the towels fluffy enough? Mr Fox is like, they're going to be
2: mopping up squirt. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure there are couples that plan and sort of say, well, we're going to a club. Is there anything specifically on your wish list that you'd like to try? It's like Christmas shopping, isn't it? Whereas yeah. for me, I like to go in like that desperate shop on Christmas Eve and... It takes me a while to get warmed up. And, and generally, you know, the times we've been, Mr. Foxy, had to say to me, well, there's an hour and a half left and all you've done is talk to people. You need <laughs> to stop talking. <laughs> Whereas, and I'm greedy. I want both. I want to sit and talk to people till 3 o'clock in the morning, but I also want to be wriggling around on top
0: of some of them. So yeah. That's like it, us. It is. Like it's us. It, it's yeah. amazing how fast the time goes as well when you're in a club. We
1: had the most, <laughs> won- we had the most wonderful review yeah. of our event and somebody wrote, The only problem with the Vanillix to Vixen event was that five and a half hours wasn't long enough. And I thought that was wonderful. It's like being in the TARDIS or
2: something where time behaves completely differently. Whereas that hour before you can go in when you're getting dressed and worried about your nails and rest with your eyelashes takes forever. (laughs) That, That bit of time when you're... I mean, we stayed at Liberty the last time we went. We went for the... What was it called? Is it the... Fun at 40s, we went to Liberty's last ah, really, Yes. And um, oh, I, I think I spent about four days getting ready and getting in a tears and had like six outfits in the suitcase. And we stayed over because obviously we are miles, we're like four and a half hours from yeah. Liberty, which is a real, real killer. Um, so we went and stayed over. And, and that time when we were getting ready and waiting for the doors to be open so we can get in just seemed to go on for a lifetime and yet we got in there and in the blink of an eye it was just like water running through our fingers and yeah, the time was
0: gone it is i have to i have to laugh one of one of my my favorite parts of when we've been to lips and we've been in in the spa room in the big playroom and everybody's yeah. kind of you know getting down to it and there's a lot of noises and and things going on and then all of a sudden you'll get this little voice going you've got 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) so um this this is probably quite personal and don't feel as if you have to answer it but is there one particular meet that stands out for you it was our first home meet with um a couple
2: because we had a social with them we met them for lunch a week prior to meeting them and I'd been completely intimidated by their profile because they were very experienced beautiful people very experienced um, and we'd gone out and had a social with them and this lunch which you always we, we took the middle of the day so it'd be easy to say well we've got to get away if it hadn't worked we had a six-hour lunch with them so we kind of knew that We were firing on all cylinders Um, and and I was completely open. I said, you know, we've been on the site, we've been on fab for sort of two years, but it's been COVID and I've been to a club and I've not really done anything. And I'm curious about this, this and this. And she's, uh, she's bi and he's straight. And they came and we decided to invite them to us. And, and again, I jumped in and said, would you like to stay over? Because we are quite away from everything. And so they came here and stayed over. And without waxing lyrical about something as gratuitous as sex, it was magical. We didn't, um, there was no full swap. They, I felt, they, all three of them actually together, they treated me like a treasure. I had my first real girl-on-girl experience, which was magical. And I was made to feel as if, they all took their lead from me, which was incredibly sensitive. I mean, everybody was having a good time, but you know at one point I saw I, I remember saying to her, "I don't know what to do," and she said, "You just sit there." she said, "Hold my hand." she said, and if you want me to stop, I will stop everything." and so so she I sort of put the reins in her hand, but then she managed the boys almost so that I would be as relaxed and comfortable and it taught me a lot about myself I I shed a lot of um it was when I think about it I've you know afterwards I felt quite emotional because a lot of things
1: kind of fell away it no, I, of, I, I totally understand it an um, emotion is in it involved in it massively
2: yeah yeah it was really beautiful and um and then I think at one point she and I shared Mister Foxy in a way that he'd not been before. Uh, and then you know, and then he, the other guy, got involved again. Um, and all this went on without what
1: you'd class as full swapping. Yeah, you don't, it you was, don't, you don't need to do the most intense physical acts for it to be no. a magical experience. It was
2: just. And it, it was just one I you know, know It started easily We'd made a joke Earlier on About 70s swingers So we'd done a, mm-hmm. We did a 70s buffet Can you believe it For them <laughs> you know, and Brilliant a, the We had a hedgehog With cheese and pineapples On it And we had <laughs> I made Volavons I was just about know, to say
1: You had to have the volavons Who was wearing The bell bottoms
2: <laughs> <laughs> Because they were Tear shaped And they actually Looked like little vulvas. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mr. Foxy lowered the tone by putting tuna mayonnaise in them. But it, it was chill. so. So I was completely at ease and able to be myself with this couple before. And I know that's a rarity because you know swinging is about sex, and there are going to be times when you just meet people. That but they, as as a, they just I would say they ticked every one of my boxes. Yeah. But they, I just felt that that it was where I needed to be I I found you know, I, you know I've never been very comfortable with my own body they both make me feel beautiful and worthy and I actually felt treasured and and I know that's a rarity and it's, it's not always what people come into to swinging for but it was kind of cathartic for me really to have other people show me how to see myself in that way yeah and and I can only be a good thing i think
0: um, I think that that's that's, what, that's one of the things I like about the swinging lifestyle is it's um it doesn't matter whether you have that massive connection with somebody and you want it to be that way, so you, you do discover things about yourself I mean I know I certainly have
1: it, it definitely is a yeah. jar- a journey of discovery
0: but it, but what i 'm trying to say is it doesn't matter if if it's it's that kind of experience you have or it is a case of do you know what? I just want a quick shag. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, it's just there's whatever fight. you want to make it, isn't it? It's mm. what, what, and we just what we say to people when, especially when they came to our event and everything. It was like this: this night is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You, you say vanilla to
2: vixen is a huge spread, isn't it? And you will, there will be days in your life where you are a complete vixen, and there will be days in your life where you're completely vanilla, and there's bits in between. Yeah, you know. Uh, you said that you wrote a book over lockdown. I feel really inadequate now because I learned to
1: crochet. <laughs> <laughs> I think crocheting's a lot harder. <laughs> well, it depends on what you crochet. If you're wearing something, you know, you could, you could wear in the club, then it's another waste of time.
2: <laughs> when you see me at the Liberty Elites in a Benny hat, then you'll know.
1: That,
0: I was, was just too. wondering whether, how, how many willy-warmers have you crocheted for Mr Foxy? <laughs>
2: I should go into business, it'll be something else, another little sideline on, on the internet. Hey, um,
1: hey, i tell you what, the way electricity's going, I'll buy ten of yeah, the really warmers I, straight
2: away. No one's going to be laughing, are they? We're all going to be swinging just to keep warm, I
1: think. Absolutely, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was without doubt the best meat ever and, and they stayed over and the next morning I felt awkward and strange yeah. I, was, I was
1: just about to ask that was going to be my next question it's like, how did you feel the morning after because we've never ever done an overnight thing so we've, we've never had that well, how did you feel the following morning
2: I felt quite odd I have to say and, and we've got a tub in the garden and we had sort of said to them well we're we'll getting the tub in the morning and and There were still shenanigans going on, and I had made it quite clear to Mr Foxy that I didn't want to do that. I didn't care if anybody else did, but I didn't want to do that the next morning because we hadn't had the opportunity to debrief.
1: Yeah, that is so important.
2: But as it was, we we took them out for breakfast, um, local to us, and we sat and we debriefed together. And that was really healthy. And then, you know, the the guy talked about it from his point of view, because I kind of felt the next day I thought, well, you know, he got very little. You know, he might
1: have felt sort of short-changed by it all. But sometimes what you think is very little to one person. Mrs. N said that to me. She said, oh, you know, are you all right? You didn't do it. And I'm like, no, honestly, just watching was, I'm yeah. happy, you know. I'm very happy. Yeah.
2: And I think that's the thing is, and I think that is a, that is
1: not commonplace, because
2: it's not commonplace. It's too wonderful to be called commonplace. That is um, a, a, a lovely part of swinging is that a lot of the guys on the scene, the real swingers, they are as concerned, if not more concerned, with giving pleasure than taking it. Yes, yeah. And much pleasure from being able to... Do that for a woman or another guy, or you know, obviously, and um, and that's something that there's not enough of in the vanilla world. And in a lot of vanilla marriages, you're there, and it's you're as a woman. And this is whether it's to do with patriarchy or, or whatever, or certain individuals as a woman, a married woman, you feel like your life is one of service, and and I don't think that's too strong. And I think a lot of the time that commutes over into the bedroom and there are still too many of us
1: doing our duty. I totally agree. I do.
0: I think there will be a lot of people listening to this, this episode and nodding their heads in agreement
1: with you. Um, Yeah, I totally, I totally, I mean, you you can't generalize, obviously every relationship is different, but we certainly know from the messages we've received where a lot from men where their wives have gone off of sex altogether and they'll write yeah. and they'll say how, how do i get my wife into this relationship you know mm. into this yeah. lifestyle and it's like well number one you need to be talking to her not us yeah <laughs> um and the second yeah. thing is as well have you thought about asking her if she's knackered because she's been doing the washing she's loaded the dishwasher she's done everything you know while yeah. they've been sitting there watching television and no wonder you, she's, do, she's, see, she's not you do see
2: it in the whole- sometimes it's like a red rag to a bull for me particularly you see sometimes there's a question in the forms it'll be my wife doesn't want to get into this how can I change her mind yeah and I'm thinking that those two sentences tell you everything you need to know about that relationship yeah um when I first met Mr Foxy even though I knew all about his illustrious past (laughs) he made it it's he made it quite clear to me that be in the bedroom door behind the bedroom door and in 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 fact in our whole relationship i don't ever want you to do anything you don't want to do and that's a complete mind shift to me because i without going into too much i i and i'm not talking just sexually i i've been um i've been brought up to be a pleaser and i've gone into and, and even sometimes in this environment, I've sort of said to him, well, what if, you know, what if I'm with a guy and I can't make him come? What if I'm not good enough or what if I can't get him hard enough? And <laughs> to Mr. Fox's answer, I don't know if it's something that people agree with, like, that's not your problem.
1: No, I totally he's, agree.
2: He's there to please you and you can't go into this looking to please and serve other people. That's a lovely Bonus if you can bring pleasure to somebody else, but and as a woman, I think that's quite hard to get your head around You are. I I am
0: totally with you on that, Mrs. Foxy. I think we put an awful lot of pressure on ourselves, especially in the beginning of your your journey of the swinging lifestyle. That you are there to please.
1: And sex isn't all about goals. It's not about the got that final getting the ball in the back of the net, the orgasm. It's it's about the journey, the experience. Yeah, there's a lot of
2: you know, there's a lot of routes to travel to get there and you want to have as much on your map as possible don't you that's a it's, it's not about. Like, i mean i'm all one as you know i'm all one for a slow hand clap but i'm not a performing seal i'm not gonna sit up and balance a ball on my
0: nose
1: gonna... so that's not on the list that's not, that
0: one's not on the list then no <laughs>
1: it probably should be. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. F- Mrs. Foxy, yeah. I, was, I, I am aware that, that you're, you're on a time schedule. And um, I just want I to say... Answer, I do ramble on so. No, <laughs> no, honestly. I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on our show. Uh, and no, taking... not thank you
0: for asking me. You've just answered so many questions that I think people have had. Mm. And the way that you have described the journey that you've gone through with Mr. Foxy is just... It, it it just, you know, reminds us as as sort of yeah. our journey, even though we've done it together. And it's, absolutely. But it's nice to to, to and, hear somebody that's had it from a slightly different perspective and, from somebody that was already in the lifestyle.
1: Absolutely. And, and to hear you, as you described, that you didn't have the confidence to come in on our show yeah. and, and, and sort of say with such confidence, the lifestyle that you've had and the experience you've had it's just wonderful to listen to thank you so much
2: no it's been a real pleasure the very best part of this even better than all the sexual malarkey which is just phenomenal is the people that you meet and the openness that you can have in your life if you choose to be around people whatever your sexual preferences whatever your kinks are whether you haven't even got any it i mean it's always got to be worth having a couple of swingers at your your dinner table isn't it
1: (laughs) absolutely
2: if you can be open about this then i think you can be open-minded about a lot of life you can be more forgiving you can be less judgmental you can be and it, you, you will find a way to allow yourself to be yourself, which not enough of us have, I don't think. Um, I, I
1: couldn't have said able- it better. I couldn't <laughs> have said that better. I, I,
0: honestly, I honestly feel that, that we could just chat to you for a long time. And I have a feeling that we might have to have a return visit from Mrs. Foxy. Absolutely. And I think we need to include Mr. Foxy on that one because I'm interested in what's on his list.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I might have to go and check it. I'm gonna go and find it out. I think later
1: and look at the little. <laughs> we will definitely have to get together at Liberty Elite as well. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. We we need to meet next time you you're down at Liberty's I know
1: your evening is in November, isn't it? Thank you for that little plug. It <laughs> is the 12th of November. Saturday, the 12th yeah, We are far away within the next week,
0: but I will message you. I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you. It's been good fun. You take care, my lovely,
1: and we'll chat soon. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Right. Thanks, all guys. Well. And that is all we have time for this week. Don't forget, if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, click the follow, and we'll see you next time on Vanilla to Vixen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.